welcome to Daily Prayer, a ministry of the Good Shepherd Lutheran Church. We'll be here with you every day throughout the COVID-19 emergency. I'm Pastor Bob Schaefer. It's good to see you. Today is Monday, August 31st, the Monday after Proper 17. Let's take a moment of silence now as we begin. We begin with a lighted candle. A candle burning in the darkness is a powerful symbol of hope. We light this candle as a sign of our strong hope that God is with us no matter what comes. The candle also reminds us that Jesus said we would be lights for the world. We're called to live generously and graciously, taking care of one another in the name of Jesus. Please join me if you'd like in lighting a candle in your own home now. Let's pray. O oh God, we thank you for your Son, who chose the path of suffering for the sake of the world. Humble us by his example, point us to the path of obedience, and give us strength to follow your commands. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Now we turn to the words of Holy Scripture. Today, our readings begin in Psalm 17. Lord, consider my just cause. Pay attention to my cry for help. Listen to the prayer I sincerely offer. Make a just decision on my behalf. Decide what is right. You have scrutinized my inner motives. You have examined me during the night. You have carefully evaluated me, but you find no sin. I am determined I will say nothing sinful. As for the actions of people, just as you have commanded, I have not followed in the footsteps of violent men. I carefully obey your commands. I do not deviate from them. I call to you, for you will answer me, O God. Listen to me, hear what I say. Accomplish awesome, faithful deeds. You who powerfully deli deliver those who look to you for protection from their enemies. Protect me as you would protect the pupil of your eye. Hide me in the shadow of your wings. Protect me from the wicked men who attack me, my enemies who crowd around me for the kill. They are calloused. They speak arrogantly. They attack me. Now they surround me. They intend to throw me to the ground. He is like a lion that wants to tear its prey to bits like a young lion crouching in hidden places. Rise up, Lord, confront him, knock him down. Use your sword to rescue me from the wicked man. Lord, use your power to deliver me from these murderers, from the murderers of this world. They enjoy prosperity. You overwhelm them with the riches they desire. They have many children and leave their wealth to their offspring. As for me, because I am innocent, I will see your face. When I awake, you will reveal yourself to me. Now we turn to the second book of the prophet Samuel, the 11th chapter. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of his palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. 
Now this woman was very attractive. So David sent someone to inquire about the woman. The messenger said, Isn't this Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, the wife of Uriah the Hittite? David sent some messengers to get her. She came to him, and he had sexual relations with her. Now, at that time, she was in the process of purifying herself from the menstrual uncleanness. Then she returned to her home. The woman conceived and then sent word to David saying, I'm pregnant. So David sent a message to Joab that said, send me Uriah the Hittite. So Joab sent Uriah to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked how Joab and the army were doing and how the campaign was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your home and relax. When Uriah left the palace, the king sent a gift to him. But Uriah stayed at the door of the palace with all the servants of his lord. He did not go down to his house. So they informed David, Uriah has not gone down to his house. So David said to Uriah, haven't you just arrived from a journey? Why haven't you gone down to your house? Uriah replied to David, the ark and Israel and Judah reside in temporary shelters and my lord Joab and my lord's soldiers are camping in the open field. Should I go to my house and eat and drink and have marital relations with my wife? As surely as you are alive, I will not do this thing. So David said to Uriah, stay here another day. Tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah stayed in Jerusalem both that day and the following one. Then David summoned him. He ate and drank with him and got him drunk. And in the evening, he went out to sleep on his bed with the servants of his Lord. He did not go down to his own house. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In the letter he wrote, Station Uriah in the thick of the battle and then withdraw from him so he will be cut down and killed. So as Joab kept watch on the city, he stationed Uriah at the place where he knew the best enemy soldiers were. When the men of the city came out and fought with Joab, some of David's soldiers fell in battle. Uriah the Hittite also died. Then Joab sent a full battle report to David. He instructed the messenger as followers, as follows. When you finish giving the battle report to the king, if the king becomes angry and asks you, why did you go so close to the city to fight? Didn't you realize they would shoot from the wall? Who struck down Abimelech, the son of Jerobesheth? Didn't a woman throw an upper millstone down on him from the wall that, so that he died in Thebes? Why did you go so close to the wall? Just say to him, your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. So the messenger departed. When he arrived, he informed David of all the news that Joab had sent with him. The messenger said to David, the men overpowered us and attacked us in the field, but we forced them to retreat all the way to the door of the city gate. Then the archers shot at your servants from the wall and some of the king's soldiers died. Your servant Uriah the Hittite is also dead. David said to the messenger, tell Joab, don't let this thing upset you. There is no way to anticipate whom the sword will cut down. Press the battle against the city and conquer it. Encourage him with these words. When Uriah's wife heard that her husband Uriah was dead, she mourned for him. Finally, 
A reading from the book of Revelation, the third chapter. The Spirit says, The angel of the church in Sardis write the following. This is the solemn pronouncement of the one who holds the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your deeds, that you have a reputation that you are alive, but in reality you are dead. Wake up then, and strengthen what remains that was about to die, because I have not found your deeds complete in the sight of my God. Therefore, remember what you received and heard, and obey it, and repent. If you do not wake up, I will come like a thief, and you will never know at what hour I will come against you. But you have a few individuals in Sardis who have not stained their clothes, and they will walk with me dressed in white, because they are worthy. The one who conquers will be dressed like them in white clothing, and I will never erase his name from the book of life, but will declare his name before my Father and before his angels. The one who has an ear had better hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Now that we've dwelt in God's word, let's take some time to pray together. I'd like to invite you to pray out loud with me. Don't be embarrassed that you're praying with a video screen. I'm praying in an empty room. And yet, despite the strangeness, our technology is joining us in prayer right now, no matter when or where we are. So, in that spirit, let's pray. Holy God, holy and mighty, holy and immortal, have mercy on us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Show us your mercy, O God, and grant us your salvation. Give us the joy of your saving help again, and sustain us with your bountiful spirit. Give peace in all the world, for only in you can we live in safety. Keep the nations under your care, and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in me a clean heart, O God, 
and sustain me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, hear my prayer. Let my cry come before you. Almighty and merciful God, you are the only source of health and healing. You alone can bring calmness and peace. Grant to all of our neighbors who are ill an awareness of your presence and a strong confidence in you. In their pain, weariness, and anxiety, surround them with your care. Protect them by your loving might and grant to them once again the gifts of health and strength and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of earth and air, water and fire, height and depth, we pray for those who work in danger, who rush in to bring hope and help and comfort when others flee to safety, whose mission is to seek and save, serve and protect, and whose presence embodies the protection of Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Give them caution and concern for one another, so that in safety they may do what must be done under your watchful eye. Support them in their courage and dedication that they may continue to save lives, ease pain, and mend the torn fabric of lives and social order. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Compassionate God, support and strengthen all those who reach out in love, concern, and prayer for the sick and distressed. In their acts of compassion, may they know that they are your instruments. In their concerns and fears, may they know your peace. In their faithful serving, may they know your steadfast love. May they not grow weary or faint-hearted. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Merciful God, in the stillness of our souls, we listen for your voice to know again that you are God. Quiet our restless hearts with the knowledge that you are near us, keeping watch over your own. Rekindle our faith and light the lamp of hope within our hearts. Then take us by the hand into each day that lies ahead, for where you lead, we can confidently go with Jesus Christ our Lord, in whose name we pray. Amen. Each day, I like to share with you one good thing, a bit of hopeful news, a moment of beauty, a tip to help you through the day. Here's some good news. The sound of bells may be brightening up our lives at church once again sometime soon. Today, as I passed through the sanctuary at church, I noticed that the normal bright blue handbell tables had been removed. In their place are a half a dozen TV trays spaced six feet apart, each one carefully covered with a thick, soft towel folded several times over. A little pouch with the ringer's name on it included gloves and other necessities. I can't wait to hear our ringers again after so many months. I'm glad they're making music. And that's one good thing for today. Do you have a good thing that you'd like to share with the world? Send us your photos and videos by going to bit.ly slash mygoodthing. And share your tips and stories with at Pastor Schaefer on Twitter. I can't wait to hear from you. And that'll do it for now. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your time with us today. We hope it's been a blessing. Please take a moment to like this video, subscribe to our channel, and tell your friends about us. Stop by and visit us online at goodshepherdlife.org, and please consider making a gift to support our ongoing ministry. 
You'll find our PayPal address in the program notes. Stay well, be of good cheer, and be kind to one another. I'll see you tomorrow.